This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Walking along, everything's good, and I haven't felt this in so long. I get on the phone, my friends tell me they saw you dancing last night, and I burn her. Fubar Radio has paired up with Durex to highlight the impact that painful sex is having on women across the UK and beyond. Hey guys, it's Johanna James with Fubar Radio, and Durex have invited us down today to explore the magical uses of lube. I'm joined by Hannah and Shadira. What else could we use lube for? I use lube for putting in my menstrual cup. Got this little life hack makeup tip. Lube was the best thing to stick glitter on your eye makeup. No way. I'm going to do a disclosure now. Don't do any of these. Toothpaste. No. Gosh. I don't think it's... Well, what flavoured lube? I don't know if this is on your list, but I, in the summertime, get serious chafing. Maybe I could just use lube instead. Perfectly. That's exactly what it's for. (laughs) For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Foo Bar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggan Show. Today I am joined by the amazing trans activist and author. It's Miss Charlie Craggs. How are you doing? Hey Callum. It's, I'm a bit out of breath. Sorry, I, just ran here. I was running late. I thought I thought I'd get you you know get, get a bit of the cardio going before just you got a bit, here. A bit me. I literally haven't ran since year nine PE, so I'm really suffering. <laughs> I, I I was not good in PE. It was my worst subject. I didn't do PE. I like had it in grown toenail for like five years really no obviously it's like the LGBT (laughs) excuse yeah in in my final year of school I managed to skip PE a lot as well I was I would always just be busy or prior engaged (laughs) when it it rolled around (laughs) oh my god I love it (laughs) so let's 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 talk about you and let's talk about all the uh, amazing things you do so I think I want to start out by talking about lobsters now, that's going to probably sound a little bit strange yeah. to anyone listening. Um, Even to me. T- 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 tell me about lobsters. Okay, I'll tell you about lobsters. Okay, so, hi guys, I'm Charlie, and I, to give it a context, I am probably best known for my campaign Nail Transphobia, where I travel around the UK with a pop-up nail salon, and I offer the public free manicures for the chance to down have a chat with a trans person. Um, I feel like I'm not saying my words right because I'm so so exhausted. <laughs> I just heard that back. But yeah, so basically, it's just um, a kind of a bit to humanise the issue and give people a chance to sit down and have a chat with a trans person because most people haven't met one and that's kind of, in my opinion, where transphobia comes from because they just don't understand it. Yeah. Um, so then from that, I've just recently set up a nail brand called Nail It. It's Nail It Official on Instagram. And um, yeah, so I've come kind of kind of come up with... Um, thematic decals like so nail stickers and they all kind of like I said uh, are thematic around different trans issues and they raise both awareness and funds for specific issues so the first are the lobster um, decals and they basically are so basically you know emojis I know emojis yeah, yeah. You know I'm emojis. familiar okay so emojis um, the uh, the trans flag emojis the most requested emoji every single year for I think the last three years and yet uh, Unicode who are the ones who choose the emojis have uh, ignored that every year so there's petitions every year there's because um, you've got to sign um, proposals and they're really in depth and really hard to do but every year that's ignored and they do silly things like soup cans and toboggans and there's really bizarre ones isn't ones there? that no one will ever use yeah. like there's a website for most useless emoji of the day and like some of them I'm like I didn't even know that was an emoji like yeah. stupid things like I said like toboggans and soup cans but yeah a flag for a community that's a really substantial size community really as well like we're yeah. bigger than some countries that have flags on there um, 
we're just ignored and it's the fact that I didn't have a problem with the fact that we don't have a flag but I had a problem with the fact that they know it's the most requested every single year and they still ignore it so I hijacked the lobster emoji because they've just bring out a lobster emoji on the new update and I said well if you're not going to give us a trans symbol I'm going to hijack the lobster as our trans symbol because lobsters as you might know are like genandromorphic so they can be yeah. both male and female they have both characteristics and so yeah I was like we're going to make this our trans symbol so I'm I encouraging LGBT people to post the lobster and I love it I think it's so clever thank you so much and, and I'm glad you clarified because I'm sure for two solid minutes there people were listening and going I yeah. don't understand and also, I what this has to do with also lobsters. like having had just run for two minutes sat down on this mic and then had to give you an elevator pitch of my whole campaign I'm so proud of myself right it's now I feel challenge. like I'm on The Apprentice you did well I'm, I'm yes. very very oh impressed oh my god my neck is so sweaty I love it <laughs> let's jump back a step yes. and, 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 and let's talk more about your nails because this is yeah, something yeah, yeah. that you started at university right yeah so it's my final project I went to London College of Fashion as most of the gays and uh, trying to do <laughs> um, and yeah for my final project I was doing um, art direction for my degree and I wanted to kind of apply some art direction to the third sector and show how maybe like charities and kind of activism could be a bit more effective if it was a bit more innovative and like yeah. how using something like nails as a medium would be a bit more engaging and a bit more 21st century than just standing outside of like a bucket and a day glow vest asking for yeah. money do you know what I mean like you can uh, absolutely yeah so like nails are the perfect medium because like Everyone needs their nails done. Yeah, I like, do. I mean, look at mine. They're I'll really do nails ratchet. Anytime, <laughs> anytime, Callum. Do it now. Start the show. Yeah, <laughs> do, I have no varnish in my bag if you want them done now. But um, yeah, no. So I was like, do you know what? If I sit there with a at my pop up events with a table full of brochures about transphobia, and I start talking about shouting about how every twenty nine hours a trans person is murdered, no one will listen. If yeah. you offer a manicure, there's a queue. Yeah, and like yeah. you have the same chance to talk to people about those issues. But now I've got like, do you know I mean that for me, the nails are just a catalyst for conversation, and it's Absolutely. a way of engaging people in the conversation around trans rights who wouldn't normally be engaged. Because most people, you don't care about issues that don't really affect you. It's just the way it is. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, yeah, like, no, you absolutely. Can, you can care a little bit, but you're not caring to the point where you're like an ally. Like, like unless unless an active kind of. Um, journey to become an ally it's not just like so unless you're really like maybe got a friend affected by it or a partner or a child or a parent you're probably not going to care that much so my kind of campaign is all about kind of being people's trans best friend to kind of make it a bit more human for people i, I think it's a really imp interesting point you said about most people haven't knowingly met a trans yeah, person course, you know i yeah. feel like most people probably have oh met yeah you probably person. sat next to one on the tube <laughs> and had no in idea because that's the thing you know with this toilet thing now it's like trans people shouldn't be using toilet the it's, women's and we, they have we've the whole been time the whole time, we, the whole time. centuries because we've been around since the ancient Egyptian times before that even I'm not very good at history but we've been around <laughs> since like the, the, the days there's like Greek statues of trans bodies because yeah. the third gender is a real thing yeah, it's, like absolutely. It's, a, it's a scientific thing like there's nuances of gender and yeah and we've been around forever so we've been using those toilets with you the whole time baby so <laughs> you just didn't know because we're so pretty <laughs> I, I have a lot of um, friends like really close friends who are kind of outside of the LGBT plus community yes. and I, I, I've had a conversation recently where one of my closest friends in the world told me um it's just like oh I, I i don't know any trans people i've never met a tra again knowingly met a trans person yeah. it just like blew my mind because i think i'm wrapped up in this community yeah. so much that yeah. you know i'm meeting trans people every day but i think and you know just getting somebody to sit down and and, and be like i'm gonna do your nails i'm a trans person it it it, it 
I don't want to say normalize. It's yeah, I'd like say humanizes. Human, humanizes because normal is a dirty word. Like, who yeah. is normal? Why, why should we all want to have to be normal to be accepted or not killed? But like, human is the word I think because when you're holding hands, essentially, while I'm doing your nails, like with a trans person having not met a trans person before, it's hard not to feel someone's humanity when they're looking at you in the eyes, having a chat, maybe talking about deep shit like how the abuse I might face, or because I let them lead the, the conversation, ask me what they want. But yet, how can you not feel my humanity? How can you still go away and not like trans people? And I've been doing it for five years so clearly it's working that's amazing so, uh, let's also talk about um your book which i know you released oh, yeah. a couple of years ago now yeah, um just over a year actually just it's over just a year a, i'm lying telling lies again i wish it was a couple of years ago that would make me a lot more <laughs> successful than i am um but you got 45 was it 45 oh no it's double that it's like i think it's like 85 right callum do you research tried to get to jesus christ actually well I was, that, maybe that's where you got it from because i was aiming for about 50 right and i was like i'm probably gonna get like 20 like because i was like i was this nobody at the time like who's gonna want to contribute to my book but like i got like almost 100 and i was like fuck me that's like because i was literally out thinking i'd be happy if i got like 10 20 good letters from these kind of famous trans women but yeah i got almost 100 I was so like, it, and it was letters from trans people was it all trans yeah. women so yeah so it's called to my trans sisters so it's it's a book of um, about 100, almost 100 letters from trailblazing trans women. I don't like using the word famous because it's a bit of a dirty word, but like trailblazing. Yeah, so like the yeah, first yeah. in their field of like spearheading um, the kind of their field. Uh, offering advice to girls who are either going through or have been through or on going through transition or whatever. Um, just kind of like a book of sisterhood. Because like you said, with your friend who hadn't met a trans person, trans people haven't met trans people before they transition. Yeah. I mean, like I had never met a trans person until I transitioned. So like it's often really hard to transition because you haven't got like this big sister or brother figure to kind of guide you through it and be like baby this is how we do this this is how we do this like even like silly things from like covering like a beard and how to make a wig look good to deepest shit like how to deal with your family rejecting you or how to deal with transphobia every day in the street like the reality of being trans like I wanted a book for like the next generation girls who wouldn't have to suffer the way I did and the generations before me did where we didn't have anyone to ask these questions so it's like a book of all different women from politicians to scientists to celebrities kind of all different places in the world all different religions colors sexualities gender expressions just like offering different advice and it's just yeah really i'm really proud of it it's it sounds incredible and uh, and i want to read it you know i'm not i really really want to read one but also like what an incredible resource that is so so needed it's the book i wish i had so like when i got the book deal they were like you can do what you want and i was like i'm gonna make the book i wish i had and like so when i'm bigging it up i'm not bigging myself up because it's a book of other people's voices it's not my it's not my voice so when i'm being big-headed it's not me being cocky it's literally just saying it's a fucking shit hot book like it's yeah. so important for the community and like i get emails every day from girls saying it like changed their life save their life sometimes so i'm really really proud of not of of my because it's not like you're I allowed said my to work. take some no, credit though i will take credit like- too. <laughs> no transphobia is amazing i'll take all the credit for that but this book is not about me when i'm bigging up it's not me being headed it is an amazing book of voices who are from women who are so much more amazing than me so that's why i'm so so cocky about it. I, I need to get myself a copy. I'll of this send book. you a copy for real. <laughs> right, babes. you're gonna get me a book. You're gonna do my nails. I mean, I'm, you're I'm now set. pushing it. This is like exploitative almost. <laughs> <laughs> and, let, and let's talk about your nails a little bit more as well. Okay. So tell me about the the, the lobster. How, yeah. how does that work? Oh yes, yeah, so on like my nails. I, yeah, so um, I sell nail decals. So they're like nail stickers. So I make, the, I design them and make them and send them out and stuff. And yes, yeah, so I just thought the nails, like I said, are such a good catalyst for conversation. So if you're yeah. walking around with lobsters on your nails, someone is bound to ask you, why do you have lobsters on your nails? And it's the perfect 
perfect time then to segue into well actually you blah 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 and then give the whole like trans thing and like now yeah. you're bringing up again like you're like hacking conversation by like bringing trans stuff in you know because I like don't like to shove things down people's throats I don't like to be like shouting and like da 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 but if you're able to do it in clever ways like I say through my nail pop-ups where I'm just doing people's nails and talking about it or through your own nails and talking about it it's so much more clever and so much less aggressive and I think it people is. react to that a bit it better is. and I think I, I think you've you, you've hit on the really perfect note of kind of Make, making it an interesting conversation yeah, because if I'm yeah. sat here with lobsters on my nails and one of my friends is going to go I, yeah, yeah, yeah. why lobsters yeah, yeah, and then yeah. suddenly number one you have that interesting fact about um, lobster what, what is it they have genetromorphic I can't yeah. say that word that's hard I know you can say that word why are you lying <laughs> if I a fashion a graduate can say genetromorphic you can say it I, I, yeah but I just I, 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 it's an incredible way to start Thank the conversation you so much, um, and I, I, I'm just in awe of everything you're doing I'm in awe of your pecs I'm sorry I've been studying your pecs this whole time you have like the best pecs Thank you have you bigger so pecs and I have boobs it's a very, so it's a very tight t-shirt yeah I can see <laughs> <laughs> just just for you thanks Callum well uh, speaking of my pecs we're going to be um, playing some fun uh, sex related games very shortly I love sexual games um, <laughs> but before we do that um, let's have a little bit of music this is Temporary Love by Ben Platt afraid to meet someone Cause you've been burned, you've been burned You've been burned Love is good until it's gone That's what you learned What you've learned, what you've learned well, Charlie, I think you've got everyone here at Fubar wanting to get their n- lobsters on their nails now. Yes! So uh, congratulations on that. <laughs> uh, speaking of lobsters, um, we're going to play a game now. Oh, God. Um, this game is Porn or Not Porn. Oh, I should, I should be an expert at this. Uh, and in this game, you have to figure out whether cl- sound clips are from porn or from not porn. Oh, my God. And since you're doing this whole amazing lobster movement, we thought we would we would have a lobster theme this week. Is there uh, lobster porn? There I don't were... even want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to know. No, so the, the, the sound clips are either from porn or they're taken from something to do with the ocean or, like, underwater creatures. Ooh. And we together are going to have to figure this out. So I don't have the answers in front of me. We are a team on oh this. Okay. Um, so uh, do you know a lot about porn? Do you know a lot about lo- I mean, lobsters and sea not creatures? Lobster porn. But <laughs> maybe like a bit about both separately. I really hope there isn't any lobster porn happening. I feel like there is. I bet you there is. I've seen. I bet if someone's in like cosplay or something of lobster. I've, and... I've seen octopus porn, like oh, with an actual ooh, octopus. Oh Lord Jesus! And I, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's not legal. It, it, no. Not a pleasant experience. Oh my. God. To watch it, I can not imagine even experiencing it. Yeah. Uh, sh- should we dive right into the Let's game? Do it. Let's okay. get it over with. Our first sound clip is. No, that's not porn. Why? Like, no, it's it someone being like bitten be by like a, a, like an animal. But that that ah doesn't sound real. Listen. That sounds fake. No? Do you think that's a genuine cry of pain? It's like a stupid straight man cry of pain. <laughs> so, yeah. Like when they like, are playing football and they fall over. Yeah, it's very that. Or like when a man that. has a cold, it's not really that bad. But like, yeah. they like make it sound so bad. That's why it sounds fake, I think. So do you think this is like a, a, a movie or something? This is like a bad actor getting bitten by a shark? I think Maybe it's not real. A I think it's like a YouTube, like a clip someone took on their phone of like a crab biting someone's finger or something. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, I let's bet hear, you it let's is. Let's hear it again. Ah! 
Yeah, I see that. Hear, like, I see the that in the background. It's yeah. like on a boat or something. I think I think that's one hundred percent what it is, and I'm going to agree. So we're saying not porn for this one. Not porn. Okay, we are saying not porn. Answers, please. This is not porn. Yes. Yes. This is taken from an episode of Brave Wilderness where the host, Coyote Pearson, Peterson, willingly lets himself be pinched by various lobsters. I told you. You did. You I, got I it spot crab, on. Almost. Yeah, Literally. I'm such an expert. Spot on. I'm so impressed. Being <laughs> I've seen some of these videos before where they, um, where they get like stung by like the world's most poisonous things and, and then they just like roll around in pain while they get filmed and stuff. I'm like, why, why are you doing this? Straight, I told you. Yeah, <laughs> this is, what like, the, the, this is, this is yeah. the straight agenda. If yeah, you went to is. straight pride, it would just be that. Yeah. Right, <laughs> lovely. Should we, should we do a next one? Yeah. Okay, here we go. And it's dripping pussy juice all oh, over oh. my floor. <gasps> I was not ready for that word. Wow. This is NSFW. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. That was... Yeah, I can't relate. That can't be porn. That's too obvious. Like... Yeah, I, I feel like... Uh, I'm going to play it again. Brace yourself. Brace yourself for the word. And it's dripping pussy juice all over my floor. Oh, he's saying it's. So he's talking about some kind of animal. I think. I don't think you would talk about a woman like that. And I don't know why. Why the animal would be dripping that juice? I don't. I don't like that word either. It's not. It's not a word. Oh, is it like octopusy juice? Maybe it's <gasps> if I'm right on this one, I want some money. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being really good at this. <laughs> we, do, we don't have cash prices You'll find here some cash. <laughs> You're going to find some today, <laughs> Callum. <laughs> I've got £10 in my wallet. You can I have that. Hustle me down. Uh, yeah, I think, I think we're in agreement. This is not porn. Not this is porn, some kind no. of octopus situation. I bet, yeah. Um, yeah, final answer. This is not porn. This is yes! taken from YouTuber Noodle King's video showing us how to prepare and cook a giant octopus. Oh, fuck off! I'm so good! <laughs> oh my god, where is my money? You've got, got ten pounds. Uh, I've got ten pounds for you at the, at the end of the show. Pounds. Oh my god, you're doing really good at this. I'm really good at this. I love porn <laughs> and lobsters. All right, I'm going to be really impressed if you can get five out of five I will, here. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, next one. So basically you want to call off the wedding the day before we're supposed to get married because you think you're in love with some sea creature? It's porn. It's yeah. 100% porn. I, I, I think it's some kind of like tacky tacky porno fantasy where it's like a, a, a merman or some like it, octopus yeah. lady. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like, I love those bad porns where it's like, is the thing with a salad, is that the meme? You know, it's like, the next to my salad, really oh, guys? Yeah, 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 it's very that. It's like scripted. <laughs> like, I love a good script in porn. Like. Me too. And people say like, it's off-putting, it's like not sexy. And like, yeah, I get that. But actually like, I, I love, when I see bad acting, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for a good yeah. time. It's I mean, like, I know why I'm here. Why is EastEnders still on TV? Like, <laughs> clearly for a reason. Exactly that. Should we, should we just say porn? I think, porn. I think we're in agreement. This porn. is absolutely porn, 100%. And the answer is very... The answer is on its way. It's coming. <laughs> it's almost here. Coming, I yeah. promise. Here we go. It is porn. Yay. Taken from Fishy Threesome. Oh, Doesn't sound pleasant, does it? Um, this stars one human male, one human female, and a female aquatic creature. C- can I just clarify that this is like a person pretending to be a female aquatic I creature? Yes, yeah, so yeah. I'm getting nods. It is. It's not actually Praise like a the there's not a bestiality situation because we don't want that. We don't want the police, want the police coming. And Maybe that could be <laughs> taking our porn, us on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> or oh, I do like I do like a man in uniform. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm all about that. Well, that's 
three out of three, and also got the scenario right again. Yay! Is there, are we doing five? We've we got five. Okay, yeah, we've okay. Got, we've I'm got a bit five. nervous now. I really want to keep up my. <laughs> Don't let the side no. down. Don't let the side down. Okay, here we go. Next one. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! I feel like this is some like ASMR YouTube. I was going to say that as well. Yeah. And I think it's. I, d- I don't know what it would be like oh, oh, ASMR eating lobster well or... I've seen that I've seen like a woman eating like a giant crawf- crawfish crayfish whatever it's called it's crayfish, the biggest yeah. thing I've ever seen in my life it looked like the size of a ba- like a child a good seven year old child and she was eating it like it was nothing uh, well, why were you watching this video it's Just... on Instagram on my explore page okay yeah. fair yeah I get some weird stuff yeah, in my explore page I don't page. know why I do like I listen to ASMR before I go to bed every night I do leave you it on. yeah I like I like makeup ones I don't know why oh that's really lovely yeah yeah like I don't get the, the tingly thing it's supposed to give you. Oh, I don't you. get the tingly thing. But I'm I do just, think it's lovely. I do I think it's lovely. I very alone and scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I have a boy next to me, I'm listening to ASMR to go better I love it. Uh, let's, hear, let's hear it again. Would, th- would this put you to oh, sleep? No, uh, uh, you don't, I don't think you like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not porn. No, it's not. No. I agree. It's not porn. It's some kind of ASMR. Like It's either like some kind of ASMR fish thing or like somebody eating seafood, I think. Yeah, it sounds like eating There's something like squidgy going on. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to know. We, we are saying not, not porn. porn. And the answer is not porn. Wow, I love This is taken from a YouTube video where a woman eats coconut jelly shaped like an octopus. Okay. I would say, I would say, yeah, well done us. Yeah, we're doing really good. Really if we good. don't get this next one, I'm going to be so angry. We're, we're four for four. So I, th- I think we've got this. Okay, last one. Once a man falls in love with a mermaid, and it's a love that cannot be broken. That has to be porn. I think it sounds like bad porn again. What did he say? When a man falls... Loves fall- a, a mermaid of bond like that. Can't be right. Is it that? Yeah, like, why... Once a man falls in love with a mermaid, and it's a love that cannot be broken. Yeah, that's it's not a, a sentence that normal people would say. In, in the real world, people don't say sentences like that. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> I feel like this might be a surprise, and it might not be... Por- it might be like a trick question from the producer or something. I think, statistically, we've only had one porn so oh, far. Oh, true, yeah. So, okay, yeah. I feel like, based on numbers alone okay well if we get it wrong it's your fault no oh okay i will take responsibility okay. are, are you sure yeah like- okay we, we we are saying that the final one is porn and it is porn yes, yes! five out of five. Oh my god do i get a certificate you get a certificate and a 10 pound note yay congratulations oh my god well done so i'm so impressed though that you managed to figure out not just whether they were porn or not porn but exactly what they were i have good ears that you did tremendous ears i actually I would have say. really big ears when i was a child my mum used to make me sleep on my ears so that they'd like press into my head and not stick out so much oh wow so i legit do have big ears. <laughs> I, not anymore i hope to have grown into them um do you want to hear what this um porno was not really, but okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay, thanks. Um, so this was taken from the little spear maid, spermaid, spermaid, oh, spermaid. That is that is, that is gross. The producers look so happy with themselves. Oh my god, disgusting. vile, vile producers. Uh, okay, so this is taken from the little spermaid. Jesus Christ. Um, Eric oh Prince has fallen out of love with his fiance. After almost drowning in the ocean, he is rescued by Princess Areola, a mermaid. Isn't an areola the yeah. a, 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 a breast, a play on like a nipple? I I hate this. I I think it's the worst thing I've ever heard. Straight culture. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> oh, the, the straights absolutely must be stopped. 
my, well, I technically class as a straight now, and I'm well. You need I'm to be stopped. You need to be stopped. I, I well. want to become a lesbian <laughs> after hearing this. Uh, I think uh, that that was a lot. I think we need a little break. I think we need a little breather. Um, let's have a little bit more music. This is a little bit of yours by Grace and Chance. Bar Radio presents Ian Douglas Booth's coming in. Um, didn't you play Boy George? He's great. I have nothing but love for him. He always extremely yeah. generous to me in that whole process. I only have good things to say. Can you make some art? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that he kills cats under, <laughs> under cover of darkness. <laughs> He's the famous Clapham cat killer. The Clapham cat killer. <laughs> Wasn't there that real thing where cats were being mutilated and then they realised it was actually just one rogue And it was, but it was Boy George. Yeah, and they realised it was Boy George. (laughs) Every Monday. Ian Boltsworth. From 2pm. Fubar Radio. Callum McSwiggan. On Fubar Radio. We had a lot of silly fun there, I feel. I I feel like we need to calm things down a little bit. Um, I want to talk about um, some other kind of inequalities that trans people face okay because when we were talking about your book for instance with all those trans voices i think the really interesting thing about that is that you know people kind of go through their lives and they don't realize the nuances around being trans and all the different um things that that would entail you know whether it's transitioning whether it's emotional stuff physical stuff um, and I think one thing that we don't talk about enough is kind of medical inequalities yeah. that trans people face. Yeah. Um, and now I, I, I don't know how much you know about this, but um, I know that one issue that the trans community faces a lot is that because of kind of the way that our country recognizes gender, etc. So if you yeah. if you, if you're a if you are a trans woman, yeah. you know, you could be hit with um like pregnancy leaflets and things like that. Oh, where, yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where, <laughs> exactly so, yeah. so you are hit by things like I'm not that. Not pregnancy leaflets, but um I had an, a text on my twenty fifth birthday about subcore screening. Yes. And I was like, oh honey. Oh honey. <laughs> it's really good that they send them out, but not for me, baby. Yeah, but I I, I think it also works <laughs> the other way. Of course. Um, yeah. So like trans men, for instance um, may need things like that, of course, and they yeah. aren't necessarily hit like things like that. So, uh, yeah. I know that um, Public Health England just launched its first campaign to tackle the decline in the number of s- cervical screening tests. Yeah, um, and one of the things they're trying to tackle is you know getting people yeah. to you know go go and get tested if it's relevant for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. etc. And I just think it. I just think it's really important that we kind of open up those conversations a little bit more because if yep. I was a, a young trans person growing up, for instance, yeah. I would be going into a world where I wouldn't know, yeah. you know, what I need. And it must have been like that for you, course, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I do think this is really important. I think the way it is, just to be real, and this is me slagging off NHS, I love NHS. <laughs> yeah. No, just to be real. But like, it's, there's a lot of transphobia and yeah. homophobia in the NHS like I know even this is trans aside like I've got LGBT friends so like LGB friends um, who will be like I just don't feel comfortable talking to my mm. about it like they ask really offensive like to my lesbian friends about like se- sex and stuff and like about never being penetrated like things like that like really I'd, like just messy mm. and because they're like so that's why a lot of people, a lot of trans people don't really have much faith and also like um, much like um, comfort in going to a GP like some 
again, not dragging the straights, but like some straight man who has absolutely no clue about women stuff never mind trans stuff on top of that you know like there's a lot of stigmas and yeah just I can I can understand why trans people don't feel safe going I don't really like so when I initially came out as trans and wanted to begin the transition process I had to see three GPs before I found one who literally treated me like a human enough to, to do their job to yeah, literally not yeah. break the law the other two broke the law they said they were transphobic and were like, you'll never be a woman, please leave. Like, you can't do they that. They said that They to said you. that in a couple of years. It's not even longer, like a few years now. This is England. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is happening in London, in England, in 2000 and what? That was like maybe like 2016, 15 or something. It's madness. And so like, I understand why they don't, but you really do have to take the initiative and just like do it for yourself. And I will say this, so like, um, if you don't feel comfortable going to a GP, what I do now is go to Clinic U, which yes. is part of 5016 Street, which is in Soho, which is free to go to. And um, yeah, and on a Wednesday, there's um, a trans day. So like any, I think it's from 4 p.m.-ish onwards. Um, you can come and it's you can kind of be seen for anything. You can be seen for um, hormonal, hormonal stuff, like blood tests or even STD stuff. But like, I even go for... Um, so I had a cancer-like scare and mm-hmm. I have obviously... I don't want to go into it too much, but um, obviously I don't have a, uh, a, a, a I don't even cervix. That was cool. So I was going for a <laughs> different type of, those, of cancer, yeah. and obviously not going to spell it out. But basically, yeah. I was like, "Oh crap, I found a lump." So I was like, "I'm going to go there because I obviously I'm not going to feel comfortable going to my straight GP who was told me that I'm never going to be a woman and turned me yeah, away." So obviously, I went to Clinic U, and they were amazing. And like saw me straight away and I'm seen by people who get my pronouns right. Even if I'm coming without makeup on and look a bit messy and maybe other people would misgender me, they always gender me correctly. I'm in a waiting room full of people who accept me. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a really important service and I think every trans person should know about that. So like even if obviously that is in London, I, I don't know if there are other kind of similar things going around the UK, but even if they're not, it might be worth even just getting a ticket, a coach down to London to get that test done here because they'll see you through this and then they'll refer you through this rather than having to have a really uncomfortable yeah. experience. Even if that what is that? 20 quid for a coach max I don't know maybe a bit more but it's worth it to like have a comfortable experience rather than an experience that scars you and makes you not want to go back again so I really would rate what the work that Clinic U do is so important absolutely I I, I just want to echo that sentiment as well you know I've I've done some work with Clinic U and their team over there people like um, like Michelle Ross and things Michelle is an absolute legend and just I just think it is incredible and I've seen firsthand the the, you know how much of a difference it does make to trans people Yeah. Um, but again i think that's something that the almost like the general population isn't understanding of they're course, thinking yeah. you know that a trans person is you know and this maybe before they even come out as trans they're going to their doctor and they're just assuming that their doctors are giving them all the information and support they that they need anything, yeah but i had to go you have to go as a trans person with the information to your doctor because they're not educated you have to bring it to yeah, them that's they're insane not yeah educated. you have to go and like like i said i was turned away twice and the third time i went back with like a pile of print off saying you're not going to turn me away again this is your fucking job like i didn't swear but i this is your job all you have to do is send an email to the gender clinic to refer yeah. me i don't expect you to perform a fucking gender reconstructive surgery on me right now i don't expect you to give me a pussy right now don't expect hormones right now but you will do your job treat me like a fucking human i pay my taxes and you will send me to the gender clinic and that's yeah. what you have to do and I, it's bullshit that i had to fucking bring a fucking pile of printouts to fucking be treated like a human and even with since then with things like getting my passport signed off as a, to be filmed it's literally in black and white saying this is the law you have to do it and they will still 
try and be like, mm, I'm not sure, I'm sorry, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, no, what? Like, yeah, so I totally understand why trans people don't feel safe, but you need to, because your your life is, it's, it's your life. If you, yeah. what, we're, we're talking about cancer now, like, what if you're, 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 you're not going to go check, get checked because you don't feel comfortable, what, then you're going to die. Like, if you get cancer, do you know what I mean? Like, th- that sounds very mean, girls, like, you'll get chlamydia and you'll die. <laughs> but like, do you know what I'm saying? You need to take it on yourself to like, go to somewhere like Clinic U or to a, a place like that. Or, for, or there's even like, um, spreadsheets online. I don't, and obviously I don't know exactly where, but I've seen on forums of people sharing spreadsheets of trans friendly GPs around London but I'm sure there's oh, a one for the UK as well because it's a real thing that it's like a postcode lottery I and mean, it depends where you live that where who's got nice GPs who will see you and stuff and treat you like a, a fucking human but like it's sad that it's the way it is but like look out for things like that like I know like there's um, Reddit is really good for the trans community to kind of congregate and talk about these things um, I'm trying to think what else there's a lot of forums online if you google it you'll find it it, it, it really is outrageous that you know that that happened yeah. to you but like, and what, to so many not just to, to me. so many it, there yeah. was an inquiry in 2015 into it and they found out that it's happening so so much and they're literally breaking the law like yeah. it's bullshit i mean but I, you know when you said that just then like, I, I sounded shocked and i what it is shocking yeah, to hear but it's but it is a story that i've heard time and time again yeah. and i know that statistically um i don't have these facts in front of me so I, I, forgive me if i get this wrong but i believe statistically like trans women lesbian women etc are far far less likely to go to their gp to go yeah. and get the support that they need yeah and it's and it's because of those kind of reasons there is kind of this these inequalities when it comes to being trans being being gay being lesbian being you know whatever anything just not being the norm is essentially what we're saying and it's i totally understand it's not even just about sexuality it's the same for i'm sure women of color women of certain religions women of certain sizes even like going to a gp and like being treated in a way that is not nice is it's like it's really like damaging and really like makes I don't go to GP unless I'm like on death's door because I'm like I don't want to have to go through that yeah. and so I pretty much exclusively use Clinic U now Clinic U now so it's amazing. I, I'm being told by my lovely producers that lesbian and bisexual women are ten times less likely wow. to get a cervical screening. Wow. Um, so you know every, everything you've just said. I know talking about yeah, lesbian and bisexual women here, me. but you know tra- trans people. You know if you if you do need help and do need yeah. support. Get to Clinic U if you can. I know yeah, it's it. yeah. they are just London based, aren't they? Yeah, Clinic U, Clinic U is, but um, but even like so, like I said, I'm sure there are like other clinics that do it around where the you UK, can go which are like LGBT focused. Because even like it's not just Clinic U. There's like 5016 Street, which is like LGBT generally, or even people who aren't. But do you know what I'm saying? But I, even if not, like I said, I really do think it would like if I was someone living, I don't know, say I lived in Nottingham. And I had something, if I had a lump that I, like, I, like I had and I needed to get checked, I wouldn't, I'd just be like, do you know what? I'll get a coach down or a train or whatever or a drive or whatever. But like, I think it's worth the money to like have the comfort of seeing someone who's going to treat me like a, like a human, which yeah. is really sad that you have to feel that you're not going to be treated like a human, but it's the way it is. And like, I just think it's worth it. It's so, like, if you feel like there aren't any in your in your local city or town or whatever, go, come down to London, come to Clinic U. It's in it's like central London it's not, not that hard to get to and then like I said you'll be referred through them so at least like that's the hard part done yeah, yeah. through them it's worth the money it's, it's, even it's, if it's 20 quid it's not that much it, it's amazing to hear and, yeah. uh, and thank you for sharing all of that because I, I, I didn't know any of that about your background so it's, it's no, you know it's I think okay. it's really I was going to say it's great to hear it's not great to hear but it's really it's okay. important to hear yeah. that so yeah thank you for sharing that no, okay, um, I think we should have a little bit more fun Okay. You know, we do it serious and then we do the fun. fun. Back and, you, know, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Um, we are going to be reacting to our lovely listeners' sex confessions very shortly. Oh God. Um, so if you are listening and you do have something that you want to confess or if you have a secret or a question you'd want to ask about sex and relationships, then you can email us anonymously at callum at foobarradio.com and we'll be reacting to those after a little bit of music from Kisos. This is Happily Ever After.
Refuse to believe you don't want me, it saves me, but it kills me inside. Cause hope is deadly when the situation's hopeless, but I've accepted denial. It's fucked up, but you're my motivation. We'll grow up and then you'll see what you're missing. You'll come home and then you'll look at me the way you... Are you ready for some sex confessions? I love sex confessions. Me too. Thank you so much to everyone who has sent these in. Um, would you like to read the first one? Me. I actually can't read it's my own secret shame oh, okay. oh. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine um, I've been in a relationship for a month and I feel like he's ready to have sex but I'm not he's recently bragged about all these past lovers he's had I'm a bit intimidated to be honest how shall I combat this oh combat's a strong word mm, not, this doesn't have word. to be a battle it doesn't have to be a fight I mean it, it probably should be if he's bragging about all his past lovers how rude yeah I feel like I, th- I, I, I don't mean to make assumptions but I feel like this person may be a virgin the way that okay. they're speaking makes it sound like perhaps they've not had sex before yeah. or maybe they have and, and, and you know it's a new relationship and they're not ready for that yet um yeah. But I think this is one of these issues, you know, sex is is something that is to be shared between two people and it requires two-party consent. And when it comes to consent, that's not just about saying yes, it's Mm. about actually wanting to do it and wanting to be ready for it. And I think it's something that happens a lot where people feel very, very pressured into, you know, having sexual encounters when they don't want to or they're not ready. Um, And you should never, ever feel that way. Um, So absolutely, like when you say, how shall I combat this? Yeah, you absolutely need to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're ready for a fight on this, Charlie. Always. (laughs) I hate these sorts of boys, assuming it is a boy. Yeah. Yeah, he said he. And and I agree. I agree. Like the whole like, oh, bragging about like all all the sex I've had with all these people. It's okay to do that with your friends, but not if someone you're trying to get in bed, dumb brain. Like, are you you serious? Are you you an idiot? That's the way to get someone in bed. Like, yeah, I've had sex with all these other people. It's like, (laughs) that's what, that's not very romantic. Romantic, and that's Absolutely. not that's not going to make me like you yeah. at all. Like it might make might, might impress some people, but I don't think it would. To be honest, impress many people. I think it's very rude. Actually, if anything, it's kind of obvious. You don't. It's fine to have sex with loads of people. I'm not. That's not the point. But my point is, is you don't say that to the person you're trying to no. sleep with. Espe- like, especially if you're if you're kind of suggesting that you maybe you want to take it slow and maybe you're not yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah, It's a it, it's a little bit much. So I think you need to have a conversation. How combative you are about this conversation. I feel like Charlie yeah. and I might disagree on. I think take it gently and yeah well, we don't even have a conversation I'm sorry but I'm sort of girl like bitch I'm even having that conversation like blocked like if you're the sort of boy who's gonna when you're trying to win me over be bragging about literally he used the word bragging bragging about how many lovers he's had okay then bye I'm not the one for you sis like I'll move on to the next one like I need to if he's acting like this now before yeah. he's had you imagine how he's gonna be acting when he's had you yeah yeah. And just to be real it's only going wrong. downhill I'm not wrong you're, you're right. not wrong so, so so Charlie's advice is uh, dump him don't dump even reply him. to him go Ghost him, have yeah. sex with his dad instead. <laughs> oh, that, that's good advice. Yeah, it's, it's, see if his see if his father is available. Is is the advice that we're giving friend. on Fubar Radio to, today? <laughs> um, to do what do do what you wish with that information. Um, do you, would you like to read all of these? I just feel like you, yeah, you you're sure. having a great time. I over love there. okay. Read read the next confession for okay. me. I'm a guy, but I've always felt very feminine compared to other boys growing 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 up. Not sure what this feeling means. Well, we can't we can't answer that because you know that's that, that's your feelings. Yeah, that's something course. you have to navigate yourself. But I feel like you know that could be any number of things. It's fine to be a guy and it's fine to be feminine. That yeah. doesn't mean that you're necessarily gay. Yeah, um, it doesn't mean you're necessarily non-binary or trans. Of but those course, are definitely yeah. options. Um, 
I think, for a start, there's nothing wrong with you. I just yes. want to make that absolutely clear. You know, yeah. those feelings are completely normal. What those feelings mean, however, is something that I think you would need to explore yourself. I totally agree. I think it's not that deep. I always say, like, it's not that deep. Don't don't stress. Just go with the flow. Like, grow up, like, sounds like you might be quite young as well from reading this. Like, yeah. it, I think just, like, just, like, take time. Like, just, like, find who you are. You're not, you, you don't, what's that saying? It's like, you don't, um, you're, you're not born who you are. You become, who, what is it about, like, learning who you are and, like, becoming who yeah. you are? Like, just, like, just, like, don't, don't, don't stress. Don't, just go with it. Yeah, just, just go with it. If you do realize at some point there's, like, that you're trans or that you're gay or that, that you're whatever, like, then deal with that then. But, like, there's no stress. You don't need to put a label on everything. If, if labels, labels are great for people who want labels. I personally do like labels. I like to be able to say I am a trans woman. But, like, if that if labels aren't for you, you don't need a label. Like, just enjoy your life. Like, like who you want. Don't like who you don't want. Like what music you want. Like what clothes you want. It's not that deep. Just like what you want. It's not that deep. I really like that. That's really really lovely. I like what you said about labels as well. You know, labels are supposed to be a tool that we use. They're not supposed yeah. to be something that confines us, and we don't have to yeah. put ourselves into a box if we're not ready or don't ever want to. You don't yeah. ever have to label labels yourself. Labels are there if you want them. Just yeah. like in, in your kitchen cupboard to label like some something in a Tupperware box. Only use it if you want to. You don't have to use labels. Like, just put your stuff in a Tupperware box. I like <laughs> that. I like yeah. that. I remember having a, a, not a crisis, but I remember in my early 20s, I, I had a little bit of confusion because I was, I've always had this thing about really not liking kind of hyper-masculine clothing, like things yeah. like suits and things. I just really don't like putting them on. And I when, when I put them on, I feel... I just, it doesn't feel right to me. And I remember having this feeling like, oh, does this mean I'm non-binary or trans? And I was really trying to just just, like grasp around for like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Like you said, it's not that deep. I just don't like suits. suits. It's not that deep. Um, Um, But I think it's easy to kind of stray and go, oh, there must be something wrong with me. I mean, it can be that deep because I didn't like suits and it was because I was trans. It It can be that deep. I'm just saying like, don't stress. Just take your time. Yeah. Like, just, like, figure it out along the way, like Lizzie McGuire says. And <laughs> you'll, you'll figure it out, and then you'll know if you're trans or gay or what. And then you can do it then. Like, you can transition then or have sex with a man then or love a man then. Like, like do you mean, like, it's, there's no, like, you don't need to do anything. There's no deadline or expiry date or, like, urgent thing. Like, just take it easy. You're so good at this. I, I think that's Like a wise owl I, over there. It's cliff notes. <laughs> the, the girl <laughs> says. I love it. Uh, do you want to read the next one? Okay. Um... Love sex on the beach. It's cliche, but do all of it, girls. <laughs> sure. Oh, sorry, I sent that one in. Oh, <laughs> no, did you? No, no. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's uh, great. I just the sand. I've tried having it. Dr- I've the not. sand. It, the sand dries things out and Ooh. makes things difficult. And also would be like intense exfoliation. It's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. So uh, if you are going to have sex on the beach, which you know, do it. Great. You know, there are. You can even go to like nude beaches and things where it's allowed. We are legally allowed to have sex on the beach which is fantastic yeah. um, but bring lube is, is my honest I mean honest lube, advice. period like that should be your just always, adv- have, always lube have lube with you I've got a whole bottle in my handbag right now but no I don't <laughs> always have lube like who doesn't have lube it's like, a really it's a, yeah because yeah. you never know when that you know surprise encounter is going to happen yeah, 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 and yeah. you need to have that lube on hand and that goes yeah. for ev- that goes for everyone yeah even straight people like, even straight people is, there's a new campaign with I think Durex to make lube just more like normal like because really there's this should. massive stigma around like women who can't get wet for whatever reason yeah, 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 yeah. or you know and, and, and they feel ashamed and like there's something yeah. wrong with them and again it, it's, it's not, not that deep it's not like, that deep it's not that deep just just, l- just lube up brute, just lube number. up is 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 the advice um okay we have time for one more charlie take it away 
Went on two dates last week and my friends are so jealous. I'm new to dating after being in a relationship for years. Feeling good. Good. Yeah. Good. Fuck your friends. Yeah. Good. That's that's great. Like, I mean, if really your friends are jealous, it's probably a good sign. Like that you're yeah. doing something right. Like this doesn't seem like an issue to me. This sounds like uh, you're having a great time. And yeah, the fact that your friends is, are jealous means that you're doing something right. So I agree. Keep so, going on those dates. Absolutely good for you. We can only offer you uh, our deepest support. I wish I I'm I'm jealous. I'm jealous as well. <laughs> I want to be. Oh I, oh, I wish I was dating someone. It would be great, wouldn't it? Me too. Yeah. Should we date each other? Yeah. Okay. We could be a real yeah. cute LGBT oh, we, power couple. People would not be ready for us. No. Powerhouse Pets, up in here. Ass, lobsters. <laughs> We've got the whole whole equipment happening. <laughs> uh, well, that was amazing. Um, this actually brings us on to the end of our show. Oh. But I am going to, of course, give you a chance to like plug all your things again. Like plug your nails. Oh, I love t- t- take it away. Tell okay. us everything. I'll, I'll give you the list. Plug yeah. one. It's <laughs> at Charlie Craggs on at Charlie underscore Craggs on Instagram. Plug number two. Wait, 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 wait. Can I just say that your Instagram is amazing? The pictures you have Thank on there. Thank you, Callum. Like, I was, I was trying to choose one earlier to share to, to promote this evening's show, and I was like, I don't know which Thank one to pick. They were just fire. Just a lot of fire happening. It's Can great. I have that in writing? Yeah, I'll write it down for you. Yeah, I'll write it down for you. Plug number two <laughs> to my trans sisters. Go get it. Actually, you know what's really interesting is most of the reviews are from people who aren't trans saying that they bought it to really help them understand the trans community a bit better, which is really nice. Amazing. So you don't have to be trans to buy it. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm going to get a copy. I'll just send you a copy. Thank like you. I'd love that. And then plug number three is my nail brand, Nail It, which is um, at Nail It Official on Instagram. And we've got a petition up at the moment to, with the lobster stuff to get the trans emoji onto the phones. Like, So we're petitioning again this year. To get the... Oh, it's so, so the trans, trans flag. flag. So using the lobster, you know, the whole lobster campaign, the hijacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all to get a trans flag, essentially, because we haven't got a trans symbol. So, yeah, so we've got a petition for that, which is in a link in my bio on Instagram. Amazing, and that's on it. your personal bio, not yeah, the and bio. Yeah, and the nail it one as well. It's everywhere, basically. Amazing. Yay. Well, I just, I, I, thank you for all the work thank you're doing. Thank you for having me, Callum. Thank you thank for, you for coming letting me talk show. about it. It's been, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. And you uh, don't tell the other guests I said this, but you're one of my favourite guests ever yeah can i have that in writing as yeah, well I'll write it all down oh for you. Yay. all right i'm gonna play you out with a little bit of somebody like you by sarah crystalline feel it when our souls align hope it never ends storylines twisting turning through the night blowing in the wind You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.